Money and building wealth are such taboo topics, and they have been for decades and centuries. We've come a long way over the last decade or so, especially for us women. However, we as women still feel somewhat uncomfortable speaking openly about money and wealth. My mission is to bring forth a new conversation, a different conversation, all about money, business, and creating wealth for the compassionate, convicted, and connected woman. This podcast was created so that you have the space and the place to begin to unravel everything you believe to be true or not true about building legacy wealth through investments and business. Welcome to Keep the Change podcast, changing the world one spare coin at a time with Coco D. Hello, beautiful woman. How are you today? I am coming to you from my new home and I am very, very stoked to be here. I have to say it is the first time in many years that I feel super settled and my nervous system is bloody stoked about it. It's incredible when you realize that your nervous system has been in overdrive and you're finally honoring it and finally prioritizing it. And for many, many years, I did not know what that looked like. I did not know what it should feel like. And now that I do, now that I have that feeling, it's something that I definitely wish I could bottle up and share with you. But also as a woman, you know, we carry so much. We carry our careers, our businesses, we carry our family, we carry, you know, our children's schedules, our schedule, the family schedule. Most of the time, most of us carry our partner's schedules as well. And that in itself is a lot, right? That in itself is a lot, let alone putting everything else together. So I know that as a woman, you are carrying so much. And I know that more than likely your nervous system is shot. And you may have heard me speak about this before, but my biggest priority right now is not about money. It used to be. It definitely used to be. And don't get me wrong, I still love money. I still love making it. I still love business. But one thing that is my biggest priority right now is how I feel and regulating my nervous system. And I know that that buys me more time in this physical realm and allows me to come to whatever it is that I want to do, create, be in a much calmer, grounded way. And so that that's definitely my next my next goals, you know, that my goals now are around that. And so finding this home, you know, I really, I really took my time, you know, we've been in the hotel for four months and I had told the hotel that I was staying there until the end of December. And I said, you know, I'm, I'm not looking anymore. I don't want to go and see one more home. I don't want to speak to another agent. I am done. I'm just, I'm going to settle here. I'm pretty stoked. And when you let go and when you focus on the way you feel and, and you focus on what's in front of you rather than, you know, trying to do too much. And this week uh, on my social media, a lot of women were saying how overwhelmed they felt because I asked the question, how are you really feeling? How are you really feeling this week? And the majority was, the majority answer was around nervous system being dysreg dysregulated and around uh, overwhelm. And we know that overwhelm comes from needing to understand and needing to know 
what's going to happen into the future. That's That comes from the control. Once we let that go, it's amazing what falls into place. And it's exactly what happened with this home. I was decided not to look. I had booked into the hotel until the end of December. You know, we're in a small room, something like 40, 50 square. But for Ari and I, it was just perfect. And I did start getting sick of eating out, but I was like, you know, it's fine. It's, this is just a season in this life. My girlfriend actually came across this property, looked, um, looked at it for her other friend and they have a really large dog. So it wasn't suitable. And she said to me, just go and have a look. I really think it would be perfect for you and Ari. And I was like, you know, I no, I'm fine. I'm happy. I'm settled. I'm staying at the hotel. So just go, Coco, go and have a look at it. Anyway, I had a look at it and literally, you know, once you know, you know, and also I've seen so many. So I know, you know, the price comparison and what I'm getting at a, a certain price point for the size, for the quality. And I walked in and I was like, I'm done. I'm sold. And the agent was like, are you sure you don't want to think about it? I'm like, no, nope, this is, this is the place. So it's been really, really nice to, to get to this point. But, you know, I, I want to talk to this whole scenario of, taking your time around what you're building, uh, regulating your nervous system, really thinking about, you know, uh, how you feel and letting that and allowing that to lead the way. And I have a, a story to share with you around that and how that can be, you know, it can be, it can be against, it can work against you. It can be to your detriment when you don't do this. Well, firstly, you've heard my, my story. So I'm not going to rehash that again, but that my personal story and how I've lost time and time again, a lots and lots of money is because I was not focusing on my nervous system. I was not focusing on how I felt. I was purely focused on the physical goals and everything else I put to the side, my health, my happiness, um, you know, all of that was just, I just was like, that can be taken care of later. It's not a, it's not a now problem. It's a later problem. In actual fact, it's a now problem, not a later problem. Um, or, you know, a, a focus point rather than the word problem. And so I have been witnessing over the last, I would say 18 months, a particular business that I was part of. Um, at some point I sold my shares, um, late last year, but watching this business come to life and watching this business slowly fall apart has been really, really fascinating for me. Firstly, I don't know if you've heard this saying before, but pride before the fall. I want you to keep thinking about this throughout this whole episode because it is key. So pride before the fall and also your nervous system and you, you, the regulation of your nervous system is very, very important just in living life, but also in creating you know, the legacy that you're creating in creating a brand, a business and a movement. And so this particular business that I was a part of has been built on ego, has been built on lack of care, ownership, um, you know, accountability for lack of a better word, and has been built purely on ego, has been built purely on the fantasy and you know very well again if you've been around my in my world for long enough you know that I speak a lot about the nightmare and the fantasy and the fantasy and the nightmare and how they work very well together today I want you to take away that the ego loves the fantasy now we do this work in the female financial literacy library and in red to ceo my one-on-one -on -one clients 
every day. It's something that we work on every day. And when someone shares something with me or is having, you know, a problem that they're trying to get through, most of the time it is our ego that is leading the way. And our ego loves to lead the way, right? But the issue with that, and we need our ego, okay? So I'm, I want you to know that our ego plays its part, you know. Our ego allows us to brush our teeth, to, you know, do our hair and put on some nice clothes and smell nice, right? It has its purpose in our life. But when it runs the show, it is very detrimental. And I'm seeing this at the moment now that I'm on the sidelines to this business. And even when I was in this business, how much the ego can break you. Now I say this from experience, but now I'm seeing it, you know, at, at a helicopter level. And so let me give you the, the synopsis of this business. It has, it's only 18 months old. It has turned over millions of dollars because of the network that it plugged into. Now, remember, I always say your community is your currency, your network is your net worth. And this particular business is a prime example of this, you know, turning over close to $10 million already, and it's only 18 months old, purely because of the network that it plugged into. Okay. Now you're probably thinking, why the fuck did you not stay in that business, Coco? Well, the reason that I did not stay in that business is because of what I'm about to share with you and what I've already shared with you. So it's plugged into the network. It is not that the, the people that are heading the company are not taking care of their network, firstly, because their ego is leading the way. Secondly, it is run by employees who are in middle management in corporate who don't have experience in business. And so the way that you operate in a corporate world in middle management in comparison to how you operate in a business and how you run your own business out there in the wild, wild west is very different. And the number one thing is you need to maintain your network. You also need to, as the CEO or the general manager of a company, and you guys know how passionate I am about all things CEO, is you need to care about your team. Not only in the way that you pay them and reward them, but in the way that you listen to them, in the way that you honor and respect their contribution to your success. Because without your workers, because without the people on the ground, you do not have a company, you do not have a way to provide a service or a product to the end user. And so what I'm seeing is this lack of respect and pedestaling from this management team. And they are slowly, slowly crumbling, but because of the ego and the way that the ego works, there is so much pride that is being interlaced into this business in the way that the owners see themselves and portray themselves that all of this is slowly starting to crack. And what I mean by that is that the clients are not satisfied with, with the service. Now, how do I know this? Because it's my network, right? I was part of this company. It plugged into my network, other people's network. It was quite a large um, shareholder group. And so I, I'm still in touch with my network who's giving me feedback on this. And obviously I'm seeing things from my lens too. Now, this is very important to share because for all of us listening, we see with the internet now, with technology, we see so much of what's happening in other people's businesses. We see so much externally of brands and how well they're doing and wow like we compare ourselves right they're doing so much better than me I've been in business longer and yet and yet I'm slogging it 
and they seem to be doing, from what I can see, they seem to be doing better. But remember, just because this company that I'm sharing with you today is turning over close to $10 million, it does not mean, it does not mean that they are doing well from a culture perspective. Their culture is absolutely shot. It does not mean that their profit margins are healthy. They are definitely not healthy. It doesn't mean that their debts, the debts that they owe to the tax office, to any employment organizations, so like, you know, superannuation, insurances, that kind of stuff. Um, it does not mean that any of that is up to date. It doesn't mean that they're on top of it. It also doesn't mean that they understand how to future proof and future plan for their brand. It doesn't mean that they know exactly what they are doing or treating their shareholders or their people correctly. It does not mean that their reputation is being upheld, even if they are winning work. Because we know that in this current environment, with a huge labor shortage, with a huge shortage of people bidding on work, typically, you know, it's like the Stephen Bradbury, for those who don't know, Stephen Bradbury was on uh, an Australian Olympian ice skater, um, look it up on YouTube, Stephen Bradbury. And so, you know, Stephen Bradbury, last man standing, it doesn't mean that just because you're winning work that you're the capable, the most capable or that you are the most reliable or that you are the actual preferred candidate or, or company in this instance. It's mostly because you are the only person bidding. You're here to create wealth, big wealth. In fact, legacy wealth. Perhaps you've taken the courses, read the books, done the journaling, except it isn't quite coming together nearly as quickly or as brilliantly as you had hoped. They say when your why is big enough, the how will take care of itself. Finally, the how to wealth is here all in one place. The Female Financial Literacy Library is here for you. For years, I had to kiss many frogs and lose lots of money to learn what I know today about building wealth. And that's why I've created the Female Financial Literacy Library to host everything you need to know about creating wealth, investing, and creating cash flow businesses. The Female Financial Literacy Library is open until the 30th of June, 2023 for six months. If you've been sitting on the fence, this is your time to join a community of women who are making a difference, not only for their lives, but for the generations who follow them. This community is one that I have wanted to create for so long, one that I wanted for myself for many decades. It's all here in the Female Financial Literacy Library. Join us before the 30th of June for six months of financial literacy upgrade. See you in there, my love. And so I felt really called to share this with you because it's, you know, so easy for us to, yeah, to look outside and think, wow, these people are doing so well and why, why am I not doing that well? But there are so many things that make up a business other than turnover. There are, you know, there's so many things that make a business other than profit margin. And if you're clients, your employees are not satisfied. If you are run by your ego, and there are plenty, plenty of companies like this, but there are many cracks. And sometimes when there are too many cracks, things will fall down. And that's where pride before the fall comes. 
I've been there. I was too proud and I, and I fell really hard, <laughs> face planted in fact. Um, so it's, it's something that I really felt called cool to share because I want you as a business owner or someone who's a solopreneur or someone who's considering exiting corporate to go into business, be very mindful that this journey of entrepreneurship, this journey of having a business is you never stop learning. You don't know everything just because you're winning work. Sometimes winning work and getting work is not always the answer. Sometimes being really happy with what you have and consolidating and providing really great service and then building from that is a really great way to go from zero to $10 million in 18 months without the infrastructure, with the ego in place that is currently in place in this company is very dangerous. There's no infrastructure. The foundations are not set in stone. It is very, very rocky. And so, you know, it's kind of like the um, the tortoise and the hare. Sometimes being the tortoise and most of the time being the tortoise can and it, most of the time, in fact, works in your favor. And the reason for that is that when we look at businesses that have, and I've spoken about this before, when we look at businesses who grow really quickly, uh, they still have to keep up with that growth from a customer service perspective, from um, you know a, a, an employee perspective, making sure they're staffed correctly. So I want you to really be mindful that sometimes being the tortoise gets you across the line in a better way. And you're able to really you know incorporate that thinking time that I speak a lot about and take the time to make the decisions because most of the time when we make quick decisions and, you know, business is, is fast paced. So sometimes you do need to make quick decisions, but the quick decisions end up being the wrong ones most of the time. And then you spend the next two to three years fixing those. Again, I say this from experience. So now it's really about bringing that intention to the decisions that you make, really feeling into your nervous system, because when your nervous system is shot, you cannot make great decisions. And so, you know, or your nervous system might not be shot, but when your ego is leading the way, that's also very dangerous. So some, here's some questions for you to think about over the next week to check in with yourself, to check in with your business. To kind, It's kind of like a pulse check of where am I at? How am I feeling? And how is this affecting my business? How is this affecting the delivery of my service and my product? So the first question I want you to ask yourself is, how am I truly feeling right now? In this moment, how am I feeling about the next three months? So when you think about the next three months, are you overwhelmed? Are you feeling cocky, uh, really cocky about it, like really confident? Are you feeling like you're not planned, you don't understand? How did you feel in the last three months, so the last quarter? How, was that, how did that feel for you? I really want you to be honest with yourself. Who was leading the way? The fear? The ego? Which one? And if neither of those two, what was leading the way for you? The second question, I, and I really want you to spend some time on this, right? Like you have an intuitive feeling of what that feels like, but also sometimes we need to spend a little bit more time and pondering on those. You know, it's when we have those shower moments that we're like, oh, actually, that's right. I forgot about that. The second question I want you to ask yourself is about your business. 
how is my pipeline, so the pipeline of work that is coming on, does that match what I'm trying to build? And the reason for this question is to understand sometimes we can get carried away. Sometimes we get FOMO. Sometimes we see, you know, we see all the opportunity, especially for us that are true entrepreneurs. We see everything as an opportunity, but we have to also be really patient and conscious that we can't do it all. Again, I speak from experience. I say this with love. So ask yourself, the things that I'm committing on right now, are they in line with my goals for the company and personally? And if they are, am I able to deliver them properly? From the perspective of your people, so your staff, your customers, and your bottom line, your cash flow. So those three aspects are very, very important. And the third question is a pulse check. How is everyone else feeling in your company? How is everyone else feeling in your company? Your staff, your clients, and your suppliers. What is the perception of your brand? What is the perception of your business? Do you need to do some work around that? Because without those three things, your people, your customers, and your suppliers, you do not have a business, you do not exist, and your brand means nothing. And, you know, lastly, it's not a question, but keep your ego in check. As I said, egos are very important, but pride is very dangerous. Pride is extremely dangerous. So I want you to, I'm going to leave you with that, but I want you to really think about those three questions and I want you to think about where your ego's at. Because whatever you want to call it, the universe, the gods, whatever, it has a funny way of making sure that we are in balance. And we, when we are too cocky, when we ha- are too much in our ego, it will something will happen to bring us back into balance, to slap us in the face and go, hey, you're not Superman. You don't know, you know, get over yourself. And the other way is true too. When we're too much into fear, when we're too negative, good stuff will happen to show us, you know, you can trust. This is good. You can feel good. You're allowed to have results. You're allowed to have, now some of you may be listening to this being like, well, I've just had a series of bad thing after bad thing after bad thing happening to us or to me. But let me remind you that you get to choose how you see the world. Okay. You get to choose how you see the world because I can guarantee you that there is some nuggets in there that you are not choosing to see. And I do this kind of work with people all the time. So I know this to be true. I wanted you to really think about how you are positioned in the market, how you are positioned internally into your business and how healthy that is. Because too often we think about the profit, the bottom line, but this is just as important, if not more than your profit. Because this will determine how long you stay in business. I would love to hear your answers on those three questions that I put that I put to you. I would love to hear from you about how this has landed and if you would like more content like this about how businesses are run, what's good, what's bad, and some of the questions to really ask yourself. Let me know. I'm keen to understand. Thank you so very much for listening to this episode and for coming along for the ride that is wealth building. It's a wild one. Now, for all the information we spoke about, please refer to the show notes. 
Remember to leave a review if you feel called to. And if you want to soak up more and lick my brain about business and legacy wealth, subscribe to my YouTube channel. Come and join me on Instagram and Facebook. You can find me under Coco D D double E. See you soon.